0: Welcome to the Discipleship for the Decades podcast. I am Jeremy, joined by Karis.
1: And our special guest, welcome back, Tom Boone, we hey, yeah, have not back. seen in a while. I'm We're back. glad you're here. I'm back.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, it is good to see you in person. It's great
2: to be back, and it's so good to see you all. Um, it's great to see Brad you know, he's often behind the camera, so yep. I wanna give a shout out to him. Call but, him out. Uh great to see with staff and um, visit again and get caught up and starting that process and it's just uh cool to be back. I gotta say that. It's really good.
0: Well, Tom's gonna speak a little bit about um how things have been while you've been gone, but we have a a little bit of a bone to pick with Tom because oh. um, I watched the live stream of the funeral, yeah. your dad's funeral, mm-hmm. um, and not one place did it mention anybody named Tom. No, Tom Boone did not show up to that. funeral.
1: But there was mention exactly. of a Sam, Sam. Sam, which I also have a yearbook picture that we might have oh, to bring no, into no, this no, no, podcast no. with Sam Boone. Oh, so can't really, do that. this is the check the comments. Check the comments. <laughs> check the comments. The comments look for the yearbook no.
2: picture. So. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay. Explain uh, to those oh of us who have okay, never heard the yeah. name of Sam.
2: Tell us Jeremy, why. Because nothing passes by. Nothing goes by. When
0: the when the Eagle guy inter- when the the uh, minister doing the funeral introduced mm-hmm. uh, Sam Boone, I was not expecting to see you walk
1: across the <laughs> stage
2: to speak. You did a
0: great job, but yeah. hey, give us a little bit of context there.
2: Well, I think Sam's a great name, um, and my grandfather. Uh, Is the one who gave me that name. So every man in my family, every male in my family has been named Thomas Judge Boone. Okay. So and you're the third, the third on paper, but technically, I don't I think I go like back a few more, because junior always changed their name to senior. Whenever oh. senior died. Okay, so there, there was that. So we're part. talking the 10th, maybe. So not quite that okay. far, but <laughs> it does go back a ways. So I'm Thomas Judge Boone, the third. So I was supposed to be born July 4th.
1: <laughs>
2: okay. And my grandfather, who I was deeply affectionate for, um, and he, the story goes, is that when they found out that July 4th was going to be a birthday he said we will call him sam sam i am uncle sam mm-hmm. Yeah, okay and that just stuck that just that just stuck as you know the family nickname even though i was always tom so so how did i become tom is more the question how did i go from sam to tom yes and my dad took me on a road trip to college. So we and we left California and went to Michigan. And um, on my nameplate at the dorm, it said Thomas Judge Boone. And I was like so pumped. I said, finally, I'm not going to be Sam. Because I, I just had kind of this gripe against this name. Yeah. And I'm Tom. So I proudly told my dad, well, I'm Tom now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that was the, that and was that the pivot. Was and, I, since. and since okay.
2: college, no one has known me as Sam. So why you saw some comments and why he introduced because my my family, you know, my mom calls me Sam. And everybody who knew me before I went to college and my parents my who knew my dad, who were part of that funeral, um, watching it, knew me as Sam growing up. So there's the story. Yeah. So,
1: thank you, clarifying. I
0: like to pivot in places that there wasn't a plan to pivot to. Yes. Um, but since Tom has Sam, that people don't know, are there is there a name? Oh Karis, yeah. Th- that people some family people nicknames. call you oh. maybe not family. It could be somebody oh, else. Oh, some other.
1: Okay. Nick names. You. you know, I've always been Karis. Truly. Really. really? Sometimes Karis Joy. Karis, which is, is my great... middle name.
2: Okay. Let's so. see. I like Joy. Yeah. I
1: know you I like, like toy. I you like should like toy. I like yeah. that name. Yeah.
0: Well, so Good my name. mom called me Jer Bear... Jer-bear, growing okay. up and my college uh, friends found out and that was my nickname in college was Jer Bear. Oh, um, so I got a uh, Facebook message recently and it started out just Jer. They dropped the bear. They just called me Jer and I go, well, that has to be from a college friend of mine because nobody else knows me by that name. Gotcha. Now the rest of you do.
1: Now we can okay. all call them exactly. Tom and Jer. <laughs> Sorry. Sam and Jer.
0: Sam and, Jer. Sam and Jer. <laughs> I know, Sam and Jer, not Sam. Tom and Jer. <laughs> so okay, um, so okay. you have been in a way, yeah. there was some yeah. some stuff that went on with the family. Yeah. can you just give us an update? Well, on? I
2: think what I'd want to say is thanks to the staff. You all have done a fantastic job, um, Karis. It isn't easy coming in as associate. I've had to do that before. Um, you know, the boss has something come up, and you've got to make some pivots and adjustments. Uh, and I think you did a great job. I'm hearing terrific things. So thank you for really taking some leadership role that is beyond the call. Uh, but as you know, you know, and once you're a pastor, you kind of just roll with it, don't you? <laughs> you
1: roll. Um, yep.
2: and and thanks to the whole team, really, for the way you all lifted this. And and I want to say thanks to the congregation. Uh, for the prayers, uh, quite honestly, that held us up. I, uh, when I was back, and I forget what Sunday it was. May was the last Sunday of January, because um, I was coming back from a study leave. So my study leave was ending at that point, and at the same time, all of this hit. Um, so I, I came back to preach a scheduled sermon, and. Um, and and I described prayers as and it's uh, I think it's Isaiah where they they, they describes prayers are are the in are as incense to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is a we don't use incense, but what what that's getting at is it's not just visual and, and all surroundings. It. It's, it's it's all sensory in in that sense. You feel it. You really there's something about incense that is just it operates on multiple levels. And so I want to say thank you to the covenant partners who were right alongside of us every step of the way. And um, I'm looking forward to getting caught up with 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 where we're at and. That's going to be in there. It's going to be the next couple of weeks. It's just getting caught up and found 70 cards, about 70 cards from people mm. at our house. Awesome. And so my commitment is to call each one of the people who wrote us those cards and just have delightful conversations. Um, so. Thank you. He for said that. it out
1: loud. I did. If and you I'm wrote committed a card, you you're go. getting a call. You're getting a call. Yep. And uh, Tom, one of the things that we had talked about, this being discipleship for the decades, I know this is probably still very tender for you and all that the last month has been. But what has discipleship looked for? You know, what does that look like for you as you've walked through a season that is unprecedented?
2: Well. I... I think unprecedented. I, I would bounce back, I'd push back on that because I think everybody has to endure this. I mean, our parents At are going to. Some Sure. Okay, that's that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, and can we just blatantly for those who may not have followed, your okay. dad did pass yeah, away. Yeah, he did. So, okay. so, so uh, let me finish the story. Then I guess to so the context, uh, as my study leave was wrapping up, my dad developed COVID. Uh, he, he contracted COVID. Ended up with double pneumonia went to mm-hmm. the hospital, and then just went downhill real fast. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was a big surprise. So that's, that really is what, what was the cause of me having to go away. But yeah. um, the extenuating circumstance was my mom uh, and her needs because she's, she's barely able to see. She had had pretty significant heart surgery right before Christmas, and she developed covid from visiting my dad. Oh, wow. And and so there was just a whole lot going on. And that's really why there was some radio silence, is that we had to focus on her. And so, yeah, I appreciate the question um, about discipleship because... For me, what guided me was not just honoring my mom and dad, right? That you don't just honor—you honor your parents. But in my head, I was really being guided by some of our discipleship questions, and this comes out of Bethel 200, which I found actually very helpful. Mm-hmm. So one of our questions, um, for example, is when am I being? When have I been a god siding to others? Uh, not when have I seen or or had a God siding, but when have I been yep. a God mm-hmm. sighting? And I would say all month long
0: mm-hmm.
2: to be a God sighting, not just for my mom, but for her small group that was watching, uh, to, to those who are looking in and saying, this is what it means to, to really honor our parents. We put it all to the side when they need it. That's what it means to be family. Yeah. We, we die. I, Tim Keller preached a sermon real recently. I think it was just a week ago or two. And, and he said really much what Alan Hirsch has said about discipleship. D- disciples of Christ, in one word, it's called die. So mm-hmm. I think of the moms out there who are dying to their own personal freedom mm-hmm. when they commit themselves to uh, moms or dads when they commit themselves to really raise up children, rear up children, and sacrifice career. That's discipleship in action. Um, so, or, or the spouse. I know we've got some spouses out there who the time has come in their lives when love, loving a spouse means loving them through Alzheimer's. And they have to put aside everything and die to all of that Mm-hmm. For the sake of their beloved. And that's what discipleship is about. Mm-hmm. It's not just about being a good person or honoring our parents. It's very specifically focused. Christ has called us to that, to be God's sightings to those around us. And, and so that, that's a question. So that's how discipleship really kind of worked in my life there. Um, you know, I think, you know, there's six of these questions, and I've we've got a card, so i going to use a cheat sheet. It'd be okay? good to review those. Um,
0: review but,
2: questions. Uh, where am I demonstrating the love of God? Great question. Mm-hmm. And it isn't about having the biblical answer. That's, that's important. Okay. All right. I'm not yeah. saying that's not mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't need to be wrote. It shouldn't be wrote. Your story, Karis, your story, Jeremy, is going to be different than mine about where am I demonstrating the love of God? Let me tell you the story. And it's not bragging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. because who's really being elevated? Who's being glorified here? Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. We're telling Jesus' story, not our own. And, I, and, and so, you know, who am I encouraging with my time, talents, and finances? Well, this month, I was encouraging my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, her, her process, what we had to go through this past month, was pretty interesting stuff. Um, in one month... Because she's hard of seeing, she can't I mean, sight is very is an obstacle, and the house was too much yep we had to find a a new place for her to live. we had to sell the house, sell the car we had to really get dig into something that I was very scared my whole life to go into my dad's office mm. huh. my dad kept all his notes from like 30 years ago. There's these files of stuff. Wow. And we had to figure out what to shred, yep. what to keep. We just... I mean, it was like, I know too much now. It's, it's that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, we had to do that. And and we had to move her into her new apartment, get rid of a lot of furniture in one month. Because I knew I had to be back from my leave by March 9. Yep. And, and so... I think we're all recovering right now. So discipleship, if this is what discipleship is, I'm very glad God has called us to it. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you, it's exhausting. And that's really where we need um, the community, I think. Mm-hmm. The community that picks us up when we're exhausted from the life of discipleship that we live out there. Yep. Because that, in and you know, I'll say it, the church doesn't exist for itself. Yep. Where it happens is in community. Where Jeremy, you're sharing your discipleship stories, and they're they're tiring. They're they're hard. These are not easy questions. Another one: With whom am I sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ? Um, who am I challenging toward growth in God? What good works are displaying my knowledge of God's word? As we dive deeper into those those answers, those we're going to have some very difficult times. It's going to be exhausting, and we need each other to build each other up. And that's the beauty in my mind of what the church is. Encouraging us as we're out there to keep on going, yep. not to ever stop, but inside we're just encouraging each other and we're praying for each other as we go out to that battle. Um, and I felt that. And so that's, I think that's kind of where I would say discipleship has been.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I really appreciate that question, but it was discipleship that guided me and joy and not just this kind of, well, I love my mom. Does that make sense? Well, and
1: I think a a question that came up as you were sharing is, it is an exhausting journey. It is, there are seasons where God calls you to big tasks that you feel like help, like I need your help in this. Uh, At the same time, I would say that some of the most joyful, beautiful moments are also on that discipleship journey. And so, where was consolation in the journey huh. as well?
2: I think it was hard to find that. Um, we were so I was so focused on the task, and mm-hmm. you know me from work. I mean, he, I get he is head down in the, <laughs> yes in the task. I I, I I I am very good at that tunnel visioned mm-hmm. thing. I I put my blinders on. I just go. And your wife knows that too. She does. We had a conversation oh, about that yeah, not too long she, ago. She does know that. Yeah, um, but. I think where I had some consolation actually was um, I, I met a couple of men in my, my mom's small group and we went out and we talked about my dad. Mm. Mm. Uh, joy and I, my mom and I were able to have conversations about dad that we've never had before. Yeah. I found such joy, Karis, going through those notes of my father's. And learning about my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would encourage those of you who are fathers or mothers, and you kind of just kind of go through life, right? And we have the our kids, and, well, we don't want to share that. Okay. And I understand that. Yeah. But there comes a season where it's really actually very cool to hear the story as a child mm-hmm. about what your dad or your mom was doing, and I was able to read through the story. I'm going to share one story. I'm going to share a story this this Sunday about that. But um, one of the cool things when my dad was not a Christian in the China part of his file, So this goes back to 1970s, mid 70s. He was he was one of the first legal experts into China. Once we reopened relations, guess what? He was not a Christian. But I found we found pulled it out the Lord's Prayer in Chinese that he had. He had, trans- he had transcribed, and I showed it to my mom. My mom didn't know about it. Hmm. Oh, wow. And we were like, well, what was this? And she said, it was probably just a language exercise. And, you oh. know, and I'm like, that was my dad. He, and, and so yep. I heard, yeah. st- I could see things. I got a chance to see one of his official communications between uh, Chi- the Chinese government and the U.S. in his files, and I was like, hmm. dang, man, Dad, you were, you were something. And... And I kept that. That was, one I, that was one of the files I've kept. What I'm saddened by, and here's what, again, I would encourage you all and, and you all to do, capture the story while they're still alive. Mm. I always thought, see, we, think, we always thought my mom was going to go first. I mean, we really did. We, yeah. Everything was planned around that. But for my dad, so I thought, I want to hear my dad's story about growing up as a child in Birmingham during the 1950s. Mm. I want to hear that story. Yeah. I want to hear the story of him growing up and, and and cleaning horses' feet by clomping them on the streets of Alabama, down mm. um, South Alabama. I want to hear that story. I want to hear some. I want to hear the story of why he and Mama eloped. I want to hear some things, and I always thought, and in your minds, I'm good my the- mom's gonna go, so i'm gonna I'm gonna be one of those guys who retires, and then I'll be able to capture the story, And I didn't. Mm-hmm. So fathers or mothers out there, if you're get the story of your family, somebody in the family, capture the story. And I think that's important for a church to do mm-hmm. is to capture that story. We talk yeah. about Bethel two hundred. I think part of that that we don't talk about a lot. Which needs to happen? So we need to capture the story of 200 years. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's I think a one great of the most story. powerful
1: sermons I've heard at a church. Was the pastor telling you, "This is who you are as yeah. a church. Here's yep. your story yeah. from where you started to where you are." And you know, a church like Bethel.
2: Oh, we've got what quite a heritage.
1: Story. What is yeah? What a story of yeah? What <laughs> a story to unpack, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so question that came to my mind when thinking about it is we talk about discipleship as a journey, right? But sometimes discipleship takes a quick, majorly quick pivot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, Tom, for you, from January on a study leave to what you went through in February, that mm. was about as quick of a pivot as you yeah. could po What was it like to pivot that mm. quickly? Because I imagine there was some rest and
2: you were pretty, seemed pretty full there in January. I did, yeah, I had rested. Uh, I mean, Joy and I—quite honestly, we were on the beach. I was close to my parents because they were each having these surgeries, these major surgeries. My dad had a major back surgery, and that's nothing's nothing's wrong. like
0: watching your boss being on a staff meeting, yeah. sitting with the ocean in the background, right, yeah, while yeah, the rest
1: we of were us are little stuck. envious. Yeah, yes, we <laughs> early we were study leave, study uh, leave, right? Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, and you know, and I. And I'm glad we're saying you know I was fully engaged as much as I could be here, yeah. um I was rested, but that pivot, oh man, you know you that's where if you if that's where faith gets tested, and it's either there or it isn't mm-hmm. and you where almost you, go
0: back to instinct, right
2: well, you do, and my instinct in that moment was, and I remember there was a moment where I said, the only thing I know for sure is that God is. That's all I know in this moment. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know, you know, yes, God is good, but when I meant God is, I meant God is present. That's all I can bank on. Mm-hmm. I can't, because he didn't answer my prayer.
1: Right, right.
2: And people were praying. Yep. We wanted my dad to live. He didn't answer that prayer yep. in a way that I wanted to. Mm-hmm and if i had said well god you know gosh you're you didn't answer that prayer so i'm going to hold that against you and i'm not angry with god on that at all cuz all i know all we can know is that god is yep. that's it i am right uh huh mm-hmm. and 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 then we just have to be squarely rooted there and yes there's going to be suffering yes there's going to be these big time pivots and turnarounds and disasters and great, grandiose things, Um, and we hope for those wonderful celebrations. Um, But yeah, it's all about coming into that well-grounded in in discipleship. So I guess I would
0: say as we close down here, um, is there something, Tom, uh, because I know we've probably got some folks out there um, who have dealt with recently or Mm -hmm. are going to deal with death in the family. Sure. Um, what's that kind of nugget that you would say? Hey, here's something that I learned by going through this process that might help you <sighs> as a you great go question, through. Jeremy.
2: As a pastor, I have so my grandparents have all died, but not my parents yet. This was the first of the parents to go, and as a son, so I, I I can I've heard Karis that when the mom goes for the daughter, that's they're not there. Yeah. And I would say now I'm able to. Understand some things that I didn't quite that were that were I was empathetic and I have that, but it was a practice kind of empathy. Now I have that feeling of like when I was at the airport and I got my mom to the into the wheelchair and she was going she was coming here because she's here for a few weeks, and I reached for my phone. And guess who I was going to call? Yep. Mm. I was going to call dad and let him know. And I had my phone and I said, there's no more dad to call. And I would say that thats I can feel that now yep. in a way I probably couldn't unless I had gone through that. So that's, I'm with y'all in that sense. And God is. God doesn't promise that it's going to work out. He only promises us His presence, and um, that never goes away. Praise God for that, because without that, then we go into ruin. That's that's my nugget. Awesome.
1: That's a good ending. God is. That is a very good. He is present.
2: Absolutely. Well, yeah,
0: thanks for guys sitting down Tom for thanks telling us. For,
2: thanks Glad for including back. me like this. Oh, yeah. It feels good to Absolutely. be back. Yeah.
0: So, uh continue to be in prayer for the Boone family. Thanks. Um, and there's
2: more down that road I know to yeah. to go. Look but. forward to Sunday. I'm going to be sharing the story of Jesus healing the blind man and it's a two, you know, I can see people like walking like trees, and then I can see clearly. And I have captured that uh, my dad, a reflection on my dad's life, because that's Hmm. really my dad's life as he moved from a person who was not of faith at all into being of faith in his last week and and I want I look forward to sharing that story with everybody.
0: Sounds like the praise team needs to sing I can see clearly now that I the know, ring right? is gone. Johnny Nash. Nash. Yes.
1: So <laughs> Absolutely. Right. I feel like that could make its way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> ah.
0: So, again, thanks so oh, much okay. for uh, joining us this week for our uh, latest episode of Discipleship for the Decades where real faith meets real life. See you next time. Bye-bye everybody. Bye-bye.